is Jen Schultz, your host of the Leader in Chief podcast. I am super pumped to come to you today with an interview with one of my dearest friends, Kristen Fricke. She is a mom of three, entrepreneur, real estate agent, a former educator, just a wonderful human being. And we're just going to sit down and have a conversation. You're going to get a glimpse into our friendship. You're going to get a sneak peek of the many reasons why I love Kristen, but I also know that you are going to be inspired and empowered by her stories, her experiences, what she shares, and just her positivity. So grab a blanket, a cup of warm tea, a coffee. If you're on a walk and you've got your headphones plugged in, zone into this if you're in your car. We hope you enjoy it. Um, We hope it brings you laughter. We had a ton of fun doing it. And uh, here you go. We're, We're off. Enjoy. I'm sitting here with one of my best friends ever, a person who I just admire for so many reasons, and I'm so excited that you get to snuggle up with a cup of coffee or on your walk or just listen to us just to have a conversation and get a sneak peek into what a friendship and a women-empowering relationship looks like with my amazing friend, Kristen. She is a mom of three. She is an entrepreneur. I got lots of things going on with that. She's amazing, inspiring. She's real authentic and total badass. So we're going to just have a conversation. Thanks, Kristen. Hey, Jen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and truly honored that you invited me to speak on your podcast. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, and thanks for being here. It's new for me to interview somebody, so I know we're both a little like, oh, this is kind of nerve-wracking, but it's good. So That's right. It's good to push our comfort zones, right, and turn nervousness into excited. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. So tell me a little bit about yourself. I kind of gave our listeners a little sneak peek, but tell me tell me about Kristen. Okay. Well, I am a 40-something um, <laughs> mom of three children, and um, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur of sorts. <laughs> I've tried lots of um, different businesses, and um, I am currently a health and fitness coach as well as a real estate agent, and I love both of those careers so much. Um, I'm also a former educator, taught elementary education for 16 years, Um, and yeah, I'm just really enjoying life and trying new things. Awesome, awesome. So if I was a fly on the wall, what would a typical day look like? I know it's probably not typical because we're in the middle of COVID and (laughs) being an entrepreneur, there's probably no such thing as typical, but what might a typical day look like? Okay, a typical day in the life of me usually begins early in the morning with some personal development while I drink a pre-workout and um, starting my day off with um, a sweat session, working out, and just really getting my mind right. Awesome. That's a typical morning. Um, From there, it really depends on the day. Uh, It's kind of been a challenge, actually, just trying to organize my day, so... I might check in with my fitness group and my um, my clients in in the fitness world, and then from there I I just schedule appointments. And um, I'm a real estate agent, so I'm always on the go, and I'm also a mom. So just trying to like balance all of those things throughout the day. It looks different every single day. 
Yeah, we were just talking about actually how like Wednesdays you try to be home because your daughter is home for virtual school and just being there and that flexibility, but also that challenge that that sometimes brings. Absolutely. I, I feel very blessed to be able to have a really flexible schedule and be there for my kids uh, when it's most important. Yeah, it's still a challenge to, um, you know, meet the demands of, of my career as well because, you know, at the end of the day, both are very important. Awesome. So in, if you think of your everyday leadership roles, either personally or professionally, mm -hmm. what do you think have been some of your greatest challenges and how have you overcome them? Great question. <laughs> I think personally, one of my greatest challenges has been time management. And I think that as any professional woman, mom, we wear so many different hats and managing our time effectively is always a challenge. Um, I think that one way I've overcome this is just trying to be really organized uh, every Sunday, organizing my week out and trying to just make sure I'm setting aside and prioritizing family first and any personal appointments and then filling in the gaps with um with what I, what I need to do professionally and personally to grow. And also I think that just always constantly reevaluating and making sure I'm in alignment with my intentions and my values and my goals um, helps me just stay focused and balance, like balance my time a little bit better. I wouldn't really say balance, but work with the ebbs and the flows and always checking in helps, helps yeah. that. Um, and I think that also just I think that um well, really, I mean, you kind of nailed it, right, like how personally and professionally they really are interconnected, especially I think as women, yeah we don't we don't we often think it's we can compartmentalize and we can't, and how it's important to align your priorities. I loved how you said like it's family first, whether that's leading professionally or personally and how mm -hmm. that needs to be the forefront and having the um, authenticity and honesty with yourself to be able to reflect yes. and, to say, <laughs> and to say, well, this is going really well or well, this is really not going well. Right. <laughs> and I think like, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think it's really important to be okay with failure and fail forward and learn from what isn't working yep. to figure it out and being okay with it and not, not judge, not judging ourselves. I yeah. think we're really hard on ourselves as female leaders. And I think also just connecting with other female leaders who mm -hmm. are supportive like you, like I'm so grateful to have you Jen and my life and to be able to bounce ideas off of you and see what's working for you mm -hmm. and learn from you and, um, that's been very integral to, yeah, to the leadership role. Well, and I right have. back at you. I know mm -hmm. we talk all the time about our tribe, and it's just nice, like you mm -hmm. said, to have other women. Like, if you don't have women that are surrounding you and uplifting you and encouraging you, then you need a new circle or a new tribe yeah. or whatever, and that's that's huge. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Awesome. So if you think about, you're a mom of two kids. We, we, just, talk, we just had breakfast, and we were also right. able to talk about our, our teenage kids and the, uh -huh. the challenges they give us and the opportunities and how in some ways it felt easier uh, maybe or just different hard I guess when they were little but um, what 
and your and your daughter Piper as well. But what do you think as a as a mom, as a female leader, entrepreneur, like how do you what do you want to instill in them so that they know being being a strong woman in leadership? That is a really great question. I feel like there are so many things I've learned through our, you know, all of my experiences, as I'm sure you have too. We've had lots of extra years, right, to reflect. But, I mean, really just, first of all, not being afraid to stand up for, for yourself and for others and speaking your mind, um, even when it's hard. It's a hard thing to do and it's not the popular thing to do. Speaking up um, makes a difference and, and it's, I just want to encourage female leaders to to just go for it and not to be so worried about what other other people think of them in that process. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just I think we talked about um, feeling forward, mm-hmm. instilling in in those great female leaders, those you know young female leaders, um, that it's important to fail to learn and grow. The more you fail, the more you actually succeed and. Um, just putting yourself out there and pushing your comfort zone all the time and leading with integrity and honesty um, will get you yeah. far and will really help you impact so many other people yeah. in a positive way. That's awesome. I think I think back to what we've learned now is like grown women mm-hmm. and, and how long, even five years ago, when you oh, and I yeah. have had conversations about this all the time, five years ago where we were, mm-hmm. like personally you and I five years ago and how we've grown in our confidence and authenticity and integrity and the gift of giving that to our daughters is huge, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's worth all of it. So you nailed it. Absolutely. And just to piggyback on that, I think, you know, Jen, you and I, we started this fitness mm-hmm. business together. That's when we really connected and became yeah. really, really good friends. Um, and I think the personal development piece of that has been huge. Yeah. Um, and really fitness has been kind of a catalyst for growth for us. And, and um, at least yeah, that's, that's how I feel. And I would say to add, you know, to the to leaders, future generations of female leaders that making sure that you take time for yourself and Mm -hmm. to not feel selfish about that. I think that um, as moms and any of it, if you're not a a mom, but as, you know, a leader, a professional leader of any kind, we need to be filling our bucket before we, we can fill or pour into others. And I think it's really hard to feel but that's not selfish. I remember feeling really selfish when I was taking time away from my family to read my personal development and learn from that and take some time to work out and run a business. And I felt, you know, I did feel selfish for a while until I realized how much better I became for others when I took the time to fill my cup first. So, Yeah, no, that's so, so important. I think that's a struggle that most women you talk to, would say that they can resonate with. Like, it mm-hmm. does feel selfish. You feel like you have to be all things for all of the people, yeah. and we forget we need to take care of ourselves first so we can help other people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's a good one. So glad we learned that. I wish, in retrospect, we would have learned that I know. years prior. So hopefully this will help Yeah. somebody. 
Yeah. And, uh, Hopefully our girl Lucy and Jaylee, if you're uh-huh. listening. Content. Content. <laughs> this is for you guys. <laughs> well, and every other girl. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Girl out there. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. So this year, I'm going to try not to get emotional. I know. This oh, my gosh. I didn't, I'm like, I didn't see this part coming, but yeah. this year has been hard for a lot of us. And I oh, know yeah. you have gone through a shitstorm, pardon my French, <laughs> um, just hard, right, with COVID, yeah. and you've gone personal yeah. hardships and professional, and talk to me just about what you've learned, how you've grown, like, advice, like, just, yeah, I'll, it's a hard question, I know. I feel like I could probably write a book about just this one question. <laughs> <laughs> so, in addition to, you know, COVID, I began a new career in real estate a little over, well, about a year and a half ago now, and um, also during that time, I made a really, really hard decision to leave the marriage that I was in for, well, it had been 18 years, and, you know my kids world upside down and you know everything life as I knew it completely changed as it has for so many people right. this year um I'm I'm happy to say that now I feel I feel really good but it was a very hard when I went mm-hmm. through it um I've learned a lot I've learned that listening to your gut and following your your gut your intuition matters I've learned that it's okay to ask for help when you need it the most, mm-hmm. even though it's really hard sometimes. <laughs> you yeah. were my go-to person, you know, for much of that, um, as well as a few other friends. I've learned that it's when it comes to relationships, it's it's quality versus quantity. Yeah. And that um, I think one one of the things that I'm surprised I learned is that when you're going through something that's extremely difficult and maybe not everyone else can relate to you mm-hmm. um it feels lonely yeah and I've learned that I've had I've had to learn how to be okay being alone mm-hmm. and sitting in that loneliness it's hard and that's when you learn the most and I think you grow the most because yeah. you're forced to face your problems head-on without without anyone else around and with COVID mm-hmm. I think that made it even more so yeah you know I couldn't just go out and um forget by cocktail, busy. right <laughs> right no, no. <laughs> well let me just say <laughs> there were definitely some cocktails involved <laughs> even if they were in my PJs um an advice that I can share with other women is I think that's huge I think that really facing what you're going through and working through it instead of trying to keep yourself busy and just mm-hmm ignore you know issues or problems that come up is is really critical and moving forward um and also i'm just going to throw this out there that talking to a professional is amen uh, amen it's a lifesaver mm-hmm. and it's okay and it's mm-hmm. highly encouraged yeah no i would agree we see all the time how we should have a th- we should all have a therapist like we have a dentist or uh-huh. like a doctor like that should just be it's huge it's huge yeah i mean mental health is just as, or if not more important than physical health, Absolutely. you know, and, and um, so, yeah, I hope that answers. Yeah, you did great. I love yeah. how you captured um, just sitting in the heart and, like, embracing the suck. We talk about that sometimes. Yes. Like, sometimes you just have to sit in there and name it and feel it, and it's 
sucks mm-hmm. so bad, but it doesn't go away if we don't tackle it and address it and pretend mm-hmm. that everything's, you know, hearts and roses, which we love to do, but it's important to to sit in those feelings and to reflect and to grow from that. Yeah, so, absolutely. Super and great. also the guilt, you know, we all have guilt sometimes as yeah. mom. Guilt, letting go of that guilt. Yeah. For me, for all the changes I brought upon my family, I think that talking to the professional really helped me with yeah. letting go of that. Right. And knowing that I was doing the best thing for, mm-hmm. for me and for them in the long run. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and modeling that for your kids, right? Yeah. Like being able to model that and, um, you know, the relationship that you are able to have now with your kid's dad and modeling yeah. how that that can be um, still positive and strong and that you still mm-hmm. love the kids and, and to model that, what healthy relationships look like, even when they don't always work out the way that we think that they might, um, is a, is something that a gift you're giving to your kids, even though it wasn't necessarily wrapped the way you might have thought you were going to wrap it. <laughs> With a pretty little bow on top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. I think that, I, I mean, I know I'm really blessed to have a former spouse who I can co-parent with and, mm-hmm. and trust to be there for the kids um, as well and that we can, you know, hopefully maintain that as the years go on because, you know, it's important. It so it's important. a big deal. Yeah. So, you have jumped in. You talked. I love that you called yourself a serial entrepreneur. Like, I just think that's so funny. I think I remember signing up with, like, Sopata with you one time. And, like, and I'm oh, sure yeah. I bought some Lulu Roblox. Like, I just, I laughed. So, but you have been, you jumped in the world in entrepreneurship. Really, this wellness gig, you've crushed it from the get-go. I remember um, we worked out together, I think, and drank yes. our little shake, and then all, and then you were like, "Shoom!" Like off <laughs> the races. But that was, gosh, five, four years ago, five, five years now. ago, oh five and a half years ago, when you invited me to, to your classroom to do a workout. Oh, oh my gosh! All started from there. Yeah. So I think about, and you're still going strong. Like you're still kicking butt with that. Um, that has spilled over. I think that's what's also made you such a great real estate agent because you're creative and fun and you connect with people and you understand the power of relationships. But how do you think that the world of entrepreneurship and what you've learned through that has impacted you as a as a leader, specifically as a, a female leader? And then what, what do you love about that? But also what, what frustrates you? Like, let's be real about that too. Right. It's hard sometimes. It's hard. It's hard to be an entrepreneur for sure. Um, I would say that this is something I guess I never really thought about, but I guess I didn't realize that I could, I was a leader. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize the power that having one person want to join you in something powerful, like our fitness group, um, how that could really transform how I saw myself as a leader. And that I think has really um, helped, helped me to not only lead others, and what I'm doing, but to help them see themselves as mm-hmm. leaders, too. Um, I, what I love about entrepreneurship is that you can be creative. Yeah. There are so, there's no one way to running a business of any kind. And it it's, um, it's really, it's impacted me in multiple ways, but just, there's so many layers, you know, like, where do I start? <laughs> uh-huh. um, I love the creativity. I love the spontaneity. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of an impulsive person. So. <laughs> so 
you haven't noticed. When I jumped, when she said I jumped in with both feet. Yeah. <laughs> the whole body jumped in. It jumped in, and it didn't look bad. And I'm very grateful um, for that. And it, I think because that worked out so well, I think that that's impacted my decisions moving forward in my careers. Um, if I really feel... If I feel strongly about something and I feel like it's meaningful to me, yeah. I have to listen to my gut and my intuition and go with it, regardless of what anyone else might say or think about that decision. And yeah. I think that's been, a, that's, that's impacted me greatly. Yeah. Um, Across yeah. all over the place, right? Like for personally, yeah. professionally, like oh, yeah. everywhere. everywhere. And I, what, what really struck me when you talked about leadership is one, not necessarily seeing yourself as a leader until you were able to bring others along and empower them. And I thought, ah, oh, like that is such a true definition of leadership to me. Like I've seen you as a leader for forever, right? As a, mm-hmm. as a teacher, as a mom, as a, as a community member, as a friend. But hearing you say, like it really hit you when you were able to empower others. And I just get goosebumps about that because that's like leadership, right? In a nutshell is empowering others and living in a way that we can support others and you you do that so well. Absolutely. So. And that's what makes you such a great leader, too. You've hey, impacted me a thanks, lot. Friend. You know right that. back at you. Know, you know I'm going to get all <laughs> We Yeah, if you're listening, we could, we've got a yeah, little tissue We here. cry together. We laugh together. We have fun together. But most of all, we most importantly, we support one another. Absolutely. Well, that's the value of a friendship. It I mean. is. And I think you nailed it, Kristen, through the hard and through the yuck and through all of the seasons mm-hmm. of life that we go through and it might look different and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to feel that we're all going to, we're all going to have that and the mm-hmm. ebbs and flows, I think you called it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you could talk to your 15 year old self and we kind of touched on this a little bit, but if you could go back right now and like sit next to your 15 year old self, what would you tell her? <sighs> oh my goodness. I would say, Kristen, stop <laughs> worrying about fitting in and start worrying more about what you have to say. Stop worrying about being too loud or too big or too annoying or too whatever mm-hmm. and just be yourself and embrace who you are. Yeah. Um, and also do something every day that pushes your comfort zone. I know yeah. we hear it said so often, but it's so true. Do something every day that helps make you grow and challenge yourself. Um, you always, always grow when you challenge yourself. Um, and also going back to failure. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. That's when you learn yeah. and you grow and you find more confidence and um, success yeah. in whatever whatever that means you yeah. know, to you. But That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's empowering. Like putting ourselves out there and sharing that empowers others to be like, oh, I can do that too. Yeah, that's so, so true. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. So – you know, I had to pull a quote, a fitness quote, right? <laughs> because we're, and I know you love Autumn. Um, I do. <laughs> she's my favorite. <laughs> so if you, if you are not familiar, Kristen and I both partner with a wellness company called Team Beach Body, and there's a ton of awesome trainers, and we've been working out with different programs, and we each have our favorite. Hers is probably Autumn. She's not totally my favorite, although we're both we're both doing one of Autumn's workouts right now. But one other thing that Autumn says is, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And I, when I think of you, I think of all of the challenges and the way that you've just embraced them. But when you think of that quote, how do you apply it, not just to your fitness life, because we know Autumn's talking about fitness, but she also talks about it spills over. But how does that? How do you apply that to just life in general? Oh well. Like I said before, fitness was definitely the catalyst for mm-hmm. change for, for me and the business that's, that 
comes with that. Um, if if we aren't challenged to grow, going back to what I had just said, um, then we don't change. Yeah. And life is all about change and evolving and um, growing. And if we're not challenged, then we just kind of stay stagnant in yeah. our in our leadership and our our lives personally, professionally, mm-hmm. all all across the board. Um, and so I think I, you know, obviously I, I apply that quote to the fitness world, um, but but also it spills over into yeah. every aspect of of my life. And I try to see challenges as opportunities instead of mm-hmm. as like a negativity. Yeah. Um, you know, you think about <laughs> when you're in middle school and high school <laughs> and everyone's like, in, right, signing your yearbook. Yes. Jen, never change. Stay the same. Yes. You know, and I know that we were all just focusing on the good qualities and yes. telling our friends we loved them and, and thought they were awesome. But um, it's important to change and evolve and grow all the time and, and stay challenged. Yeah, that is really funny. We do. We did do it. Never change. <laughs> yeah. You're amazing just the way you are. Uh-huh. A little, yeah. a little nostalgic, but yeah, you're yeah. totally right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that makes me laugh. I'm going to go back and look at my yearbooks right now and see uh-huh. how many people said that. Or I wonder how many people I said that to. And if I could go back, I'd be like, change. It's good yeah. for you. Keep growing. Keep growing. Stay <laughs> forward. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a good one. Stay yeah. forward. But you're, my favorite. Yeah, but you're right. The fitness thing really, it's funny how that started it all for a lot of us or a lot of the women in our community, I think especially, um, whether they officially became part of our our wellness community or they just are watching from you know mm-hmm. outside looking in and they're inspired in other ways because I think there's a slew of those people that you don't even realize you're impacting mm-hmm. um but how that spills over and everything like the confidence and the growth and it yeah. does I think that when you're when you do something that surprises yourself when you yeah. find okay I didn't I didn't think I could lift this five pound yes. weight for 10 reps and it sounds maybe insignificant or silly yeah. but when you do that and you grow and can lift a 10 pound weight the next yeah. time or eight, whatever it is, um, you realize you can do hard things. And yeah, um, yeah. That, like you said, it does, yeah. it spills over. One of my favorite memories, and I've told you this before, is your daughter in BK. <laughs> I just talked about it, I think, a couple episodes ago. And oh. she was, Piper was sitting in that little classroom doing something hard. And I remember sitting next to her and she was like, it's okay, Mrs. Schultz, we can do hard things. And I was like, oh. That was the quote of the year. She learned that from you. <laughs> and oh, you were an amazing teacher. Yeah. You still are well, in different ways, <laughs> different capacity. Um, yeah. But that was just fun. Like to hear, like to know that that impact is mm-hmm. being passed on to your, your kiddos mm-hmm. is pretty cool. It is. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Our girls are lucky to, to be growing up in this they, day and age. They and, really are. You know, yeah. women empowering women and yeah. women supporting women and knowing what a true friendship looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah, there. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Really cool. All right, you ready? Here's some fun ones. Okay. Like you don't I even have to have think. Fun. Don't <laughs> even have to think. I just want you to like whatever comes to your mind. We're gonna do speed round inspired by Brene Brown because she always does her podcast with this and it's just super fun. Okay. Um, and then we'll wrap it up. So, all right, favorite show to binge watch? Okay, right now that would be A Million Little Pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm on season two. I'm sorry, three episode two. I think. I love it because yes. it talks about so many, like, actual – it relates to my life and, like, a yes. lot of people's lives. Yeah, It can relate to a character, so – and it's fun. It's so good. I love yeah. that show. Awesome. Favorite food? Pizza, hands down. Even though I don't eat gluten anymore, hands down, pizza. All right. All the time. Good. 
something people would be surprised to learn about you. Hmm. <laughs> I'm laughing because we were <laughs> joking about this, and I'm like, I can think of all kinds of things. And she's like, hmm, what one do I say? <laughs> oh, surprised to learn about me. Um, I love to drink really good bourbon on the rocks, which is kind of surprising, I think. It is. People. I would say that's surprising if people don't know you. If they don't know me. Um... Oh gosh, this is a hard one. Yeah. Um, I I love to shop. That's not that. That's not that different. That's not that oh. exciting. Um, I think bourbon on the rocks. <laughs> it is. Okay, bourbon, bourbon on the rocks. It is. <laughs> Cheers. Try it sometime. <laughs> I remember that funny story about that when we were. I don't remember where we were flying together because we've taken a couple of great trips. Oh, yeah. And you were like, oh, just try it. This Woodford Reserve, it's so good. And we're sitting in the airport back when we could travel. And you had your whiskey and the rocks. And I was like, okay. And it was disgusting. I remember. I remember you tried it. You took a quick sip and you're like, oh, my God. Not for me. And you ended up drinking it. You had like a double. Like you, that's what friends do. Like, yeah, we do. Friends drink other people's drinks for them if they don't that's like them. Right. But Absolutely. Where were we so, going? I don't know. Was it uh, Nashville, maybe, maybe, or New Orleans? No, maybe. it was Nashville. New it was Orleans one of our coaching one. trips, but it was. And that's what I was afraid to fly. That's another. Yes. I'm not. I overcame. This sounds crazy. People think I'm. Yeah. This is so silly. I overcame my fear of flying through Beachbody. Yeah. Well, through my fitness, yes. through the company we wellness we partner with, and the travel. Yes. You know these opportunities presented themselves, and I thought, so I nice. have to get over this fear to experience these opportunities. So. And now you fly all over the place. I love to fly now. Yeah. Love it. So fun. Who wants to drive? Amen to, to that. To Florida. Amen to that. Yeah. We've had kids in the car. <laughs> lots, lots of fun. We've had a lot of good trips. I just, when when you mentioned your bourbon on the rock, I think I was bad. I remember that actual the look on your face. <laughs> I checked. I checked. All right. Okay. All right. So speaking of travel, that was kind oh, of a good yeah. segue. If you could travel anywhere, where would you, where would it be? I think I know the answer, but I wonder if it changed. Really? I think it's maybe. It's the coast of Italy. That is it. The Amalfi Coast. And it's only because I've seen it yep. online and in pictures and in videos, and I'm obsessed with how beautiful it is. Yeah. And I've, I haven't traveled a lot worldwide, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of on my bucket list. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. If you had a magic wand, what would you use it for? I know. That's a hard one. So many things. For everyone to wake up every morning and feel like they could conquer the world with, in a good way, you know, yep, like with yep. impacting others with positivity because, you know, kind of like that Disney World feel, like you can just do anything. Yes. Because just think about all the change and, and mm-hmm. impact we would make if we all believed in ourselves like that every oh, single day. I love it. That's so. awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That was a really off the cuff answer. That was perfect. It was perfect. I mean, who yeah. would want that, right? Right. Right. All right. <laughs> Greatest piece of advice you've received. And I know you've, re- you've received oh, lots and you've got inspiration all over and PD. I mean, you could, you're going to probably leave um, our conversation <laughs> and be like, oh, I should have said this. Oh, I should have oh, said this. Right? 100%. But just real quick, what's your first thing that comes to mind? One of the, one of the best pieces of advice you've received. For me, it, it really, it really is. Um, don't worry or make your decisions so much based on what other people's expectations of you are or your yeah. per, what you perceive other people's uh, expectations of you. 
I think that I lived a lot of my life that way. And looking back, mm-hmm. that's one piece of advice once I finally mm-hmm. took it to heart. Yeah. And it took a lot of work to get yeah. there. It, it really helped me grow. Yeah. And always. That perception piece is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. like what we think other people think of us. Yeah. And sometimes they, they're not always, they don't always match. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. Well, I just am so grateful for you and for your friendship. I know you're one of my people. I can call anytime. So if you're listening and you don't have a, a person like Kristen, I encourage you to get a person. Like, she's my, I could call her at 3 a.m. I could call her at 6 yeah. a.m. Um, and I know she could do the same. We don't typically. but Same. Absolutely. We, <laughs> yeah. But someone you can just laugh with and that inspires you and challenges you. And thank you for leading. Like, you've led me in so many ways. Like, you've just taught me to be a better person and kind and thoughtful and brave. Like, I just think you're full of bravery. and thank you. I I think all those same things about you. (laughs) Thank you, Jen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, friends, thanks for listening. Me and Kristen, we're going to probably um, end this thing and giggle and laugh and have some (laughs) cheers because that's just what we do. But we're excited. I hope that you were able to take some things that you were able to resonate with and connect with and that you could snuggle up and pretend that you're just sitting here as part of our conversation. So, thanks for listening and... Have a great week. 